be no pressure. I'll be on my best behavior. I believe that every moment in life should be treated like fine wine. It can be rushed, it has to simmer, and then be served later. You are very lovely, and your name is. It's a pleasure to meet you. I am Zamir. And might I add that smile you're wearing has hypnotic appeal. I got what you want. When I walked up, we were just strangers, but the more we talked, there must have been an arranger. Because I see you like walking on the edge, and I live to have my imagination fed. So let's leave this place and go somewhere time is erased. Whatever your flavor, whatever your taste, with the snap of my finger, it will arrive with haste. Now I know you've heard similar things before, but I promise you after tonight, you'll want for nothing more. So come with me and we'll explore every fantasy you ever wished for. I got what you want, got what you need. Set yourself free, come along and roll with me. If you want a good time, come take this ride. Set yourself free, come along and roll with me. I got what you want, got what you need. Set yourself free, come along and roll with me. If you want a good time, Show on the radio, cause we say so. 
Good afternoon and welcome to another fine Tuesday. You tuned in to the D.D. Ingram Show, the number one show anywhere. Why? Because I said so and that, my friends, is all the information that you need. We are sitting in the studio with just two on the crew. I don't know where Troy is and if he's going to be in. Of course, Troy's out being, you know, Troy's being a, uh, a fantastic father and husband. And so he, we appreciate him whenever he can come in. Uh, L.A. is uh, may, a call, may call in or may not. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, she's out and about. So in the studio, you know, you, you can always be assured that Dee Dee Ingram is going to be in studio for the Dee Dee Ingram show, as well as the lovely Miss Ingram. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing well. That is outstanding. We have a guest coming. His name is Kevin Polite. Called in last week, and, uh, you know, he contacted me and said he'd like to come in this week, and so we'll have him in studios. He's stuck in traffic, man. If you ever know anything about Dallas-Fort Worth traffic, there's you know, always traffic. There's always traffic, and more than not, all more likely than not, somewhere along your ride is going to be an accident. So he got caught up in an accident on the way to the studio, and so he will be here shortly. And it's been kind of an interesting day for me. I've been kind of running around between last night and today, trying to trying to get into the the holiday season, prepping for some things. So the last couple of days, I've been baking cakes. And uh, tonight, uh, I'll start baking pies, and then tomorrow, maybe another cake. Uh, we just, we'll see. But, you know, I, I, I don't claim to be proficient at it, but I can't get proficient if I don't do it. So I, ha- I don't do bad, but, you know, I'm not a baker. He does but a great job. I, I'm yeah. not a baker, but I can follow directions. <laughs> it's like all wings, all things. He said, I'm not a chef. I just cook a lot. And so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get there and say, I'm not a baker. I just bake a lot. I'm so. <laughs> We'll see what happens, man. So we're, it's, you know, it's that, that time of year that we are all, we all, when we were kids, we all looked forward to this time of year because it was two days out of school. Now they get the whole week. They get the entire week. <laughs> they get How the, about that? Man, all we can get with just two days. We got yes. Thursday and Friday yeah, off. And then we had, like you know. <laughs> yeah, then, then we had to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So that it became in essence like a four day weekend for us when we were kids, but they got the whole week off the now. Whole week. I went by. I was going Must to pick. Be nice. Yeah, it is uh, for them. For them, it's yeah. not for. And for the teachers, they need a break also. I, I, I get that. I get yeah. a teacher. They do need a break, but mm-hmm. men, to think about it though, man, when kids don't have nothing to do, they tend to get into a lot of mischief, you know. Yeah. And so that can be the downside of it all. But, uh, so you have to have some activities for them to to keep them out of trouble. Because if if you don't, they will find a way to get in it. They say they, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah, they, they, so keep yeah. them busy, parents, if you can. Speaking of an idle, uh, the devil's workshop, let's go ahead and get our lesson. I haven't, <laughs> let, haven't read the lesson today. Normally I will have read it, and but you know, all the stuff that I was doing today, but we're getting ready to do it right now. It says, it comes to us from Psalm 23, verse 6, that says, Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, man. That is just mm-hmm. a, a very, very fantastic thought, man. Knowing yes, that, you know, because we those of who those of us who are of the way. I think that's how they used to say it back in the those of us who are of the way. Who are those the, of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, right, and Savior and Lord, right, and have, have accepted Him as such, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and ask Him to be, you know, Lord of our lives. So those are the people that are of the way. They mm-hmm. are of the way. So. Once again, surely goodness, love, and kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm going to skip the reflection. Let me turn this volume down. So, mm-hmm. 
And those reflections are always good, man. If you have the Bible app, then it'd be a good thing for to go and do that. And so mm-hmm. the shepherd's promise, Psalm 23 is a poem about God as our shepherd. It's all about how God knows what is best for us. He knows who we are in the past. We should walk in life because he is our shepherd. He also is our protector, guard, guarding us from evil. At the end of Psalm 23, there is a promise for us. For those who follow God and listen to his guidance, the writer says, goodness and mercy will follow us. What does it mean that God's goodness and mercy will follow us? It doesn't mean that life will go according to our plans. It doesn't mean life will be free of pain and problems. Psalm 23, 4 tells us that we will still have to walk through dark valleys in life. Mm -hmm. Here's what it does mean. God will always be with us. God will always be good to us. Life may not always be easy, but God promises to always be good. Because of these truths, the writer of Psalms says that his desire is to be with God in God's house forever. We ought to desire the same thing as well. It is because of God's goodness and mercy that we will one day join him in heaven and be with him forever. Mm -hmm. Take some time today to consider God as your shepherd who cares for you and protects you. Thank him that his goodness and mercy will never end, but will follow you every day of your life, man. What's going on, Tony? Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Yeah, shout out to Donna and Love Sync also. Okay, they're not showing up on my screen, but I I don't have one they on my. But th- thank you for tuning in, <laughs> Love Sync, bro, and Donna. Donna's uh, intrigued. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's going on, Donna? How you doing? Let's continue here. It says, uh, "How does knowing this is the reflect question? How does knowing the Lord is our shepherd?" bring you peace today and the three choices are god is leading me on the right path even when i may not fully understand the journey Mm -hmm. number two is god is constantly watching over me shielding me from harm and providing a sense of safety number three god is walking beside me offering support and solace i am not abandoned welcome my friend come on come on in and so so uh, for me i personally like well one that resonates with me is God is constantly watching over me, shielding me from harm and providing a sense of safety because I, you know, anybody knows me knows that that's, that's my theme in life is that God has protected me throughout all different types of circumstances. And before I continue, I guess as a arrived, Kevin Polite, man, so I'm thank you. <laughs> You're in the house, I'm man. The thank house. you for yeah. coming in. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about who you are and your business. And then you just regular people today, man. So we're just going to have a conversation. <laughs> Part of stuff, the family. So, hey, man, this, is, this is great, man. Right. Shout out to all the listeners today. Yes, yes, Boy. yes. Man. Thank you, man. This, this, this has been a day, man. I was telling my wife, it's, it's been a day, man. I was, like, I was also explaining to the audience, man, that the one thing that's guaranteed here in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex is uh, traffic. traffic, and in Water. that traffic, you bound to see in uh, <laughs> construction. They say the shortest distance between any point is always under construction, and then mm-hmm. there's always accidents. And so, and that's typical of any large city. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. So we Absolutely. did mention that. So you've you listened to the show. So we're at the part where we're doing a Bible verse okay. you know, and then our discussion. And so the reflect question was, what? Uh, let's go back to what? The scripture. The scripture. And it's the... Psalm 23, oh, I can't go back, it won't Psalm let me go back. Psalm 23 and 6. Psalm 23 and 6. Mm-hmm. And uh, it basically says, surely I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, goodness and mercy will Truth follow me. goodness and mercy shall follow me. Right, I'll finish at the end. I can do it that way. There we go. in the house of the Lord forever. There we Amen. go. Surely, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> and then the reflect question, well, let me, I'll go back and do the whole thing again. It says, got this, the, uh, it's got a little story. To, do you have the Bible app? You know, do you ever use it Absolutely. at all? Okay, so. This is the daily lessons, 
and the guy, the on shepherd. The, on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> on the, no, on the phone, right, right. That's, that's, that's uh, over and above what we uh, should be doing, you yes, know, sir. and so But yes, this sir. is how I, I like. I had a friend of mine who. Uh, challenged you. Yeah, challenged mm-hmm. me many, almost a little more than a year ago because we're both Christians. And he say, I mention it from time to time. He said, but you should mention it more often. I'm like, man, I never really thought about that. You know, if I'm yeah. a professional Christian, then I should, you know, not be hiding, you know, not be an undercover Christian. Right. So, I've been, and then <laughs> that's been, said. Yeah, right, right. So that's how I got to where I opened the shows now with it because I, I, I want to make sure that people understand where I am, you know, where I come from. Not, not that I'm living it out perfectly because none no of us do, <laughs> but we that is our that's our goal. That's yeah, what we're striving for. Find yourself trying though. So, <laughs> so I mean, without God, man, what would be? Where would we be? Man? You know, doomed. For, you know, I, I hate to think of the alternative, man. Sometimes, man, I'll be about to go to sleep and I just wake up. And I, okay, I'm not in here. I'm good. I'm good. All right, <laughs> oh, all is all is well with my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man! So, Reflection <laughs> question. Right. So I'll go back. It says Psalm twenty three is a poem about God as our shepherd. It's a uh oh, my phone be tripping. It's all about how God. It's all about how God knows what is best for us. He knows who we are and the past we should walk in life, because He is our shepherd. He also is uh, our protector, guarding us from evil. At the end of Psalm twenty three. There is a promise for us. For those who follow God and listen to his guidance, the writer says the goodness and mercy will follow us. What does it mean that God's goodness and mercy will follow us? It doesn't mean that life will go according to our plans. It doesn't mean life will be free of pain and problems. Psalm 23, 4 tells us that we still have to walk through dark valleys. Here's what it does mean. God will always be with us. God will always be good to us. Life may not always be easy, but God's promises to always, promises to always be good. Because of these truths, the writer of this psalm says that his desire to be with God in God's house, he desires to be with God in God's house forever. We are to desire the same thing as well. It is because of God's goodness and mercy that we will one day join him in heaven to be with him forever. Take some time today to consider God as your shepherd who, who cares for you and protects you. Thank him that his goodness and mercy will never end but will follow you every day of your life then the reflect question once again it says how does knowing the lord is our shepherd bring peace to you today and the three choices are one god is leading me on the right path even when i may not fully understand the journey two god is constantly watching over me shielding me from harm and providing a sense of safety and three god is walking beside me offering support and solace i am not abandoned and for me my theme throughout my whole life, and I always mention this, is that God is constantly watching over me, shielding me from harm and providing a sense of safety because that really is the story of my life. If you've heard me uh, talk about anything as it relates to my journey and walk with God, I always remember all of those, even from a kid, how he has protected me. And so as a result, I, I've, gone, I've walked into a lot of neighborhoods, and I've not really being cognizant of how dangerous it is or what could happen and why I shouldn't be in the neighborhood. And so, cause I I remember when I was uh, in California, I dated this leg and we went to Inglewood and you know, I'm not the most social person. You know, I knew her, I didn't know her family. So we go to this party in the family's house and while they're in there just having a good time, I walk out the door. So it's around 12 or one o'clock in the morning and I'm turning corners. I'm I'm on foot. (laughs) <laughs> just walking around Inglewood, right? right? So I'm out there for about an hour, hour and a half, and I come back, and it's like, where were you? I said, I was just turning corners. Man, they 
They call me everybody. They cuss me smooth out. They right. say, "Man, do you know where you are?" I'm like, "Actually, no, I don't." Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was nervous and uncomfortable in the house, so I went out. That's what I do. I like to walk and see the neighborhood. And I was like, "Dude, you can't do that. You could have right. got killed." Oh, I wasn't thinking about all of that because wow. where I'm from, I'm used to doing it. Right. And so I've been in a lot of neighborhoods. And new. I did the same thing in New York, worried, but I just never worried about it. My wife will tell you. We went to Atlanta one time, and we went through this neighborhood, and you can tell it was tore up from the floor. Mm-hmm. And I had a camera, right? So I'm like, I'm going to pull over. She's like, what you getting ready to do? I'm going to get out and take some pictures. No, like, you not. See those people <laughs> over there just hanging out? You know, you know I'm from Georgia. You right. know, so I know exactly how it could be, especially downtown Atlanta. Right. You know, at nighttime, I mean, it's not the... The, the most comfortable it's, it's not, yeah, man. Just like the uh, the uh, neighborhood where Martin Luther King Center and all of that. Oh, yeah. man, man, yeah. I, I went the first time I visited. It was like mid. I, I was looking for a place in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, but I thought it was in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So I went to Atlanta, Georgia for, first. It's like midnight. I park my car, get out the car, and I'm just walking. I'm seeing all the activity going on, right? Oh, yeah, shout out to Peachtree. Right. So, I, but <laughs> it goes all over. But I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't fearing anything, right? And so, right. and like I said, I got, I can go through the, all the history, all the things where God is protecting me. So when I'm out and about, that's this verse right here stands out to me. I'm not, I'm not worrying about it because He's always protected me. So that's what I was going to ask you. You know, when you listen to or when you read scriptures in the Bible. And, you know, I was going to ask you, what was the first thing that comes to mind, you know, when you read that scripture? And so, to me, you know, every person has a, a role in this earth. Right. So otherwise, you won't be here. Right. You mm-hmm. won't be with us any longer. You know, you, you mm-hmm. played your role. You did your thing. And people are either, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. People are going to be sad. I mean, it's just part of the, the script, mm-hmm. the matrix or whatever you want to call right. it. But, um, and I was going to ask you, I mean, reading that scripture, what was like the, the main thing? Because obviously, you've gone through a lot right. in your lifetime. You know, you you went this way, made corrections, and got to where you're at right now. Right. Um, and of course, living life you don't want to go through anything bad oh you know? no definitely in a perfect not. world yeah. right you, you, your your credit scores are 899 my life credit score is not an 899 you know and i'm not saying that a lot of people's lives has not gone through trials and tribulations because everyone is going to go through it at one point in their life but when you read that scripture it's like every person has a purpose to me right you know right. and so um and you know when i listen to scriptures you know people view things differently because they have their own history, life history, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was cool what, what you just described about your childhood and different places where you felt comfortable right. because God knew that you had your, had a plan for you other than you right. to suffer at that moment. Right. I mean, so it's my theme. So, sweetie, you want me to uh, go through them again? Uh, let me tell you Toya's answer first. And she tried to call in but wasn't able to. Right. So. We need to check the uh, phones. Okay, I'll check it. My answer was, I think I looked at, I know I looked at it earlier, but I think it's number one. Read that again. God is leading me on the right path, even when I may not uh, fully understand the journey. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) And your choice would be, Kevin? I'm sorry. Your, what would your choice? Let me. You want me to read them again? Oh no, that's okay. exactly my. I, I could go. I could digress more and more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, that, so. that's one. That's one of the main things. But go ahead. Go ahead and do what you got to do. No, okay. Now, I was just asking you which that which one would be your choice, and so you was like number one would be your choice Absolutely. as well. Okay. Absolutely. And I, as I say every week, there's no bad choices. Right. Right. But uh, each each week, sometimes I go like I got to go with all three of them. Mm-hmm. 
But then, which which is the case really every week. Yeah. But then there are times that like this a specific one would jump out at me. Not to the uh, say that the others are lesser, but this mm-hmm. is one that's speaking to me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked yeah. at one and three. I s- skipped right over. What two. was the third one? <laughs> the third one was uh, the the third one is God is walking beside me, offering support and solace, and I am not abandoned. Which I mm-hmm. which goes with number two actually. Right. So. Right. So yeah, two and three probably puts it together. I mean, to me, it's just uh, you know, scripture is a scripture. When you start hearing scripture, it just seems like something always triggers my mind, and, right. and I was like, man, you know, and you start thinking back to your his, his history and mm-hmm. all the stuff I could have went through, and I'm still here. Right. Yes. <laughs> now, see, no, yes. And I, I think I said and this is goodness and mercy. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I think I said this last week, man. That at, now it makes sense. What the older people used to say, would have had it not been for, but for God, I mm-hmm. would not, but for the grace of God, I would not be here mm-hmm. today. As a kid, you go, for the, for the grace of God, you went, what are you talking about? What is you talking about? But as a, an adult, mm-hmm. it now makes, you understand. It makes complete <laughs> sense. It's almost exactly. considered wisdom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, that is wisdom. It is. <laughs> it is indeed. That is wisdom. It's, and so the prayer today says, Lord, help me to dwell in uh, the awareness of your goodness and mercy each day. May I be a vessel of your love to others. Open my eyes to recognize your leading in every circumstance and teach me to follow after you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And that's a good prayer because it is. a lot of times, man, you just just kind of meandering through life, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, as you become more God conscious, then you start going, you know, God, lead me in the path that you would have me and protect me from enemies, both foreign and domestic. Correct. But most of the time, we just wake up and go through the day, you know. Mm. And so I have to I have to be cognizant of this all of the time. Being, okay, I don't Because I find myself, I, let's say I just use a t- an example time. I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I find myself just going through the day. And then at 12, I'm like, oh, I didn't ask God, you know. For his protections or guidance, I didn't thank him for this day that I wasn't guaranteed to see. Yeah, I just yeah you, you, you yeah. get comfortable. Mm-hmm. We do, and so I don't want to be that comfortable to where I leave God out because I don't want to. Because you, you, everybody have these people in their lives, man, that you have relationships with, mm-hmm. but you only see them when they're in need. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I don't. And I, I my, <laughs> I have relatives, man, that well, we all do. And so, as a kid, you'll see them at Thanksgiving. You're right, right, right. As a kid, they used to come to my house, and uh, they would just sit up in there and they'd just be chopping it up with my mom and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just going, I'm doing the countdown. You know, how long is it gonna be before they walk to the door and say, "Let me holler at you"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> it just that countdown. Uh oh, here you go. Right. It's coming. When they, they do that little stretch, ah, well, yeah. you know, sure, yeah. thank you for your time, but I guess I'll be heading back to the house right, right. now. Exactly. They get right to the door, door three quarters away close. Hey, can I, can I, can you talk to you? Yeah, let me highlight you, yeah, <laughs> you for a minute. How uh, things going? Right, right. <laughs> I always told my wife, Ren, uh, many years ago, somebody uh, do that to me. Just right as I get ready to go out the door, hey, bring me your wallet. Ain't gonna be no hollering. Right, right, right as well. <laughs> you know, right as well. Because I remember, uh, I went to a funeral. I went to several funerals, and uh, my relatives. They, why I used to work was a place called Vault, LTV Aerospace and Defense, and this name changed many times. But everybody, you always hear people that when you have a particular type of job, they go, "Oh, you got the good job, right?" Mm-hmm. So for my wife and I. We had the good job. And so yeah. our relatives knew that we had the good job. But I'm just speaking. So I would go to funerals 
And I would always have, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars in my pocket, man. I'm not just, I just fear not, you know, so I'd be in there and I hear these stories. Oh, man, I got to da 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 I walk off in there, man. By the time I leave the funeral, I don't have no money in my pocket, yeah. right? So I, uh, when my, my auntie passed a few years ago, I told my wife, I said, I ain't taking, I'm not only, I'm only taking my driver's license. <laughs> In case I get stopped by the police, all I'm have need, on all they need is your cash out. Right, you know, all you need is their cash out. Right, so, you have Zell, you can right. Zell it to uh, me. Right. You know? I, now, <laughs> now I just gotta, I just gotta go ahead and say I ain't gonna be able to do it. Exactly. You know, so, cause I, I, cause no, I, it's a complete sentence. Yes, yeah, a whole yes, in in the old. That means not obligated to give you anything, nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing so, nothing. but yeah, I, I, I have started going it's cash. Hard for you to say no to your family. It's really not. It's really not, I man, because uh, I just a lot. Is it wrong, do you think, to say no to family? It depends on the, uh, <laughs> I would say it depends on that person, you know, and in, in your in how you feel in your heart, really. Because sometimes like when. the worst thing to do, though. I yeah. Mean, like when, so, well, it, well, okay, let's yeah, say they're may. able-bodied. Nothing's wrong with them. They just oh, I say no. no. Yeah, see that. Okay. Yeah, so that one say you yeah, got to qualify. Yeah, 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 that's easy you know, yeah. not yeah. obligated. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> so uh, then, and I, I really, it, it, I, I allow for the Lord to convict me whether I'm going to give or not. Because mm-hmm. at at a point, I've learned that you're not. It's not a loan. It's a gift. Yeah, you're yeah. not. You're not going to you know, get it back. You're not getting you're it, not back, get it back. You know, so yeah. you you have to resolve and say, okay, am I okay with? Giving this amount Mm because you're not gonna get it back. Am I okay with giving this amount away? Because I I I tell people I tell people two things, man. You know, give with with not expecting to return. And I have a joke that I literally tell people: if there's anybody that you want to see in your life, (laughs) loan them a significant amount of money, right? You know, Mm -hmm. and tell them you when you want to pay pay it back, you'll never see them again, right? Mm. I say anytime they find out you in the area, they leave. You can you you could they could be at their favorite club and hear you walked in the door. They're going out the back door, right? (laughs) And I. Say to make sure that you won't have to see them. It's just every now and then, just pick up the phone, you get the answer machine. Say, hey man, it's oh, yeah. you know it's been like two years since I loaned you that. Much. <laughs> it's the second anniversary of that loan. I thought we celebrate with a payment. Absolutely, right? So, you Absolutely. know, you don't really, you don't really want it. You just so yeah. I this it's conviction. The same thing when I see people out on the street. Yeah, you know, there are some times where like, dude, do you have? A, I I have literally told people, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's those are the part that the the hardest ones to get money out of my pocket. The ones that are outside with the sign to get right. some. I mean, I'm out, man. I mean, it, you chose that life, you know. And right. So there, there's there were other ways for you to find income versus right. the streets, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And so, but I sometimes but then I it's a lot to think about on that. It is too. So and so I think it's really subjective for a person mm-hmm. to say yes to a family member to offer them money because right. of course in the back of my mind I just had to convince myself. They're not going to pay you back, right. so and I'm like you. I would have to. I have to be convinced, right. you know, and mm-hmm. mentally and say, "Man, this person really need it, or is this person just need to go buy some cigarettes or something?" You right. know? And so I, 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 I agree with you. But sometimes mm-hmm. we know this family. I remember this person. That's my uncle. My uncle did this for me. Did so this. Now, then, mean, then you, you got to pull the reference, right? right yeah, right. Just, that's when you start pulling the references. Right. So it, it's I don't know. It could be tough, but that's the reason I was asking. And that's a good, good. Mm-hmm. A good because uh, there's a guy that grew up in the neighborhood that I grew up in. He's uh died. He died a few years ago. His name was we call. I don't know what his real name. Is. I call him Pappy. I did know his real name, but I forgot. But I I always known him as Pappy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one day when we were little kids, I was probably like eight nine years old. My dad built us a basketball goal in our backyard, so we back there playing basketball. And this bully came through the neighborhood, 
asked if he could play. We was like, no. I, you know, our parents say we can't have no company. He said, well, I'm going to. <laughs> you know, and so he just back there, you know, we can't shoot because he's shooting the ball, right? Yeah. So Pappy came through there, and he he came and, and pretended like he was related to him. He said, hey, cousin, what's going on? Cousin, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Say, hey, man, this dude, <laughs> he took our basketball for him. And it, he looked at the dude, and I just – Pappy was feared in the neighborhood, man. So the dude just, hey, man, tell him we was playing. I said, no, we wasn't playing. And, and Pappy was real calm. He said, give him his ball back. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to come back through in a minute because you did let me know yeah. what happened. Right. So he walked out, right? Mm. And so he came back. He asked us what it was. I said, man, he left after you. You know, after <laughs> you left, right? And so there were several instances with Pappy over the years. Right. I lost touch with him. He went to jail, got back out. So one day he came and knocked on the door. And say, hey, Didi, can I uh, get some? I know I saw him at the store. He said, will you buy me something to eat? And I'm like, point at the menu. Tell me what you right, want. Right, right. Mm -hmm. You know, so I bought him like, he want, He just wanted two or three pieces of chicken. I bought him like a family thing. So he was like, hey, cause I got to, you know, I got to come do something for this, right? That's, that's like know? a whole nother level. I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's like, it's so subjective. I mean, that situation has to be right for right. me to say, man. What? Of course, man. You my, you know, you my boy. You my right. family. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Right. And at least he offered, uh, offered to come and do some work. Yeah, he would. How many people ask for things and don't offer? I hate that. A way right. to make the money back. Right. I mean, you know, to pay you no back plan. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> no. Because my one that you, sweetie, that was telling me about somebody asked somebody for some money and he said, "Well, I got a lawn that need to be mowed." Mm -hmm. Then that's how you can tell whether you know. <laughs> yeah, how bad do you need it? Come and yeah, mow my yeah. lawn. Um, oh, I don't man. feel. I mean, I mean, if my house is dirty and you need a little extra money, come over and clean my house. Right. I'll pay you, right. and, and we don't even have to worry about a loan. Right, you know, right. So. And so that's how. And so, with me and Pappy, that whenever he would come by, he he was a stone cold hood thief gang. But when he came by my house, I trusted this dude so much, man, that he say, "Didi, I need." I'm gonna work at your house, so I was like, "Okay, Pappy, here's my here's my extra key." You know, he would uh, do whatever, and I say, "What?" Because uh, I say, "Lock the, uh, the the bars, leave the door open, open the door, toss the key in the middle of the living room, and I get it when I come." He did yeah. it every time. Mm. I say, "If you need anything, the kitchen is yours. Whatever." When you come over here, my house is your house. He's like, yo, thank you. But he'd all, he would never do nothing for free. Mm, he said, if he did something, I said, I got to come over there and work for you, cuz. And so, yeah. so that, and, and whenever he would ask for something, dude, you, you ain't got to say nothing. Then you got the other person with long, you know, you, oh, man, I'm, I'm like looking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a whole different. Hey, dude, I just, you know, $5, man, $5. I just need. <laughs> You give them the five dollars, right? Five dollar you to death. You give them the five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, and now they because back in the day they were like you got some spare change. Now they they mention specific amount. <laughs> right. You can't just give them spare change now. I'm you know, you. yeah, they want a specific dollar amount, and so you give them. Then you see them again. Hey man, oh man, oh this was family too. Man, if you had just caught me last yesterday, yeah. I spent my last five yesterday, dog. I say, well, you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you spent that last right. Friday. You think about me at all, right. you know? And I tell people, I loaned some money to a friend one time, and uh, as he walked out the door, I say, "Look, I didn't come looking for you, asking you, can I loan you some money? Exactly. You came over here. Right? You did nothing wrong. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> don't let me have to go find you. Oh, you, no, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> that's a whole other subject. Right? I'm like. You came here looking right. for the money, right? So you should come here to bring the money back. I say, but the one thing I can promise you, 
if you don't pay me back, I'm not gonna get mad. We can, I say, we can have a relationship like we never, like I never loaned you the money. Mm. But if money comes up again, you'll never get it again. I'm not gonna be angry. I'm not gonna ask you for it. We'll continue. But as soon as you, I say, I as soon as you ask for some money, mm-hmm. I'm like that's that's a wrap. And you say, know, don't uh, fix your mouth yeah. to ask don't me need. for any more money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I'm cool because you can get mad behind stuff like that, right? Boy. And so. Uh, so I purposed many years ago. It causes division. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, many years ago, man, probably in my 30s, I was just like, you know what? I'm, this is a loan. But if you don't pay it back, you ain't got to duck in. You know, you don't hire. Yeah. Don't, it's just, yeah. that's, it's a one and done. Mm-hmm. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. And, I, and this probably goes for everybody. I mean, I, I don't know how many people are watching us, but this goes for everyone. How many times, you know, and, and there are some people out there that are very legit, they will really pay you back. Right. And shout out to those people. But what are, what's the rule? So you, someone asks for some money, you give the money. Why does it feel awkward when you say, man, I got to go ask for my money? Yeah, back, it, it, it does. Rather than the person say, hey, right. off the top, hey, I know I told you one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I came at 12 o'clock. Here's right. some money. You didn't even think about it. You asked about right. it. Those are, I mean, shout out to those people. Right. But why is it an awkward feeling? It's like, man, I got to go ask. Right. So, so for my money, man. For my man, money. For my money. Right. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't ask for this. Right. <laughs> you know? And I apologize to talk about this topic. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Here, man, it was what, we talk about what it comes with, mm-hmm. whatever. That's why I like the. I always tell people and they, I love coming here because right. you, know, I, I, you know I I, I just speak my mind. I yeah. that's, that's what, what, well, <laughs> while you're talking, tell everybody about you. What yeah. you do? Oh, yeah. Do my introduction. Yeah. No, right, right. Well, well, we'll go back to that question. So, hello everyone. Uh, is this the camera right here? Mm-hmm. Right. Hello everyone. My name is Kevin Polite. Uh, I am the owner. I actually the number one biggest black owned beauty supply store in Arlington, Texas. My address is 8010 Matlock Road, Suite 700. I have plenty of staff members that are very knowledgeable about the business. So the next time you come to Arlington and you need any type of beauty supply needs, please think of Unique Image Beauty Supply. Thank you. All right. Unique Image. <laughs> I will say, man, your staff is super, super courteous, yeah, man. I'm like, I mean, because you go to places these days, like we, oh my wife, we, we went to, we went to New Orleans one time, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you in the South, you expect Southern has hospitality. hospitality. What yeah. is the, uh, the, the, what is the little dessert thing that they have down there with the, with the flower Beignets. on it? Beignets. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a one restaurant in particular, I can't think of the name, but they famous for them, right? But they got mm-hmm. two places. Oh, no, so, so we went into one, it was a small shop at. This girl, she didn't even look at us. Didn't didn't say, "Hey, welcome to so and so. I'll be with you in a moment." She was just she, she was mad about nothing, and, and so we sat there. Normally, normally I have a lot of patience, right? Yeah. My wife would tell you that's one of my better virtues is I'm very patient. And so I told my wife, I said, "Let's go." She said, "Oh man," she was shocked because she thought I was going to stay there a little longer. I said, uh, <laughs> "Say no, nah, let's go." Uh, she don't they don't want our business here. You know, because it take a lot for me to turn around because I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to make eye contact right. with you, yeah, you know, hey, smile. Hey, hey. <laughs> and so when I see somebody that has the type of personality that your uh, your employees your have, staff. it's, mm-hmm. man, I was like, man, where you come from? You know, who, you know, who made you? <laughs> Can I tell you the number one problem with uh, business owners or just in business in general 
obviously an owner, I mean, I'm not saying not all owners because some owners don't have a personality, but right. mm-hmm. I want everyone to not necessarily be like me, but to have my type of energy, right. okay. you know? And so, and it's really, really, really hard to find really good people, but all in all, I am blessed with the people that I have. I'm blessed to be in the opportunity uh, where I'm at at this, at this point, and Gosh, man! I mean, I remember when I first came here. I think I just almost opened. You, you, mm-hmm. I don't you think you had opened yet. You were getting ready to yeah. open. Yeah. Really? yeah. And so now it's a uh, boy. The game has changed. Right. The game has changed, and you know, I got some solid comp competitors, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. But you know, to me, it's all about staff. It's about attitude, cleanliness, yes. environment. Mm-hmm. Like my man all, said. That all after, of that, man. What, what did he say? The, uh, not entourage. It was the ambiance. Ambiance. The ambiance. Yes. yes. And it smells really good right. in there, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, t- I, took the, I try to take advantage of the oil game. So right. the mm-hmm. oils has been what's been selling pretty well as well. So oh, uh, people's homes. I mean, it's that's one of the first impressions of, of a household is how a house smells. Right. Mm-hmm. So. You know my biggest fear? <laughs> what happened? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you know, you you ever go to your your older relative's house and it smells old, oh my God. <laughs> like mothballs you know, or you know, just old. That's that's my biggest fear, man. Somebody walk off of my house. I'm because I'm 61, right? I'm like, hey, what age do do your house supposed to smell old? You know, is there like an age or just? <laughs> I don't think your house will ever smell old. No. I don't think so either. But I, I, and as much as people burn candles and oils right. now, it's no excuse for people's house to smell. You know, a certain way. Right. All right. We'll yeah. just, just do a, a couple of comments, man. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to Bridget and uh. Hello, Miss Bridget. And uh, Teresa, my sister said, "Happy yes. Thanksgiving." The rule is never loan what you can't afford to lose. I mm-hmm. agree. Oh, yeah. If they didn't have it to begin with, their intentions are good, but may not be able to change your expectations of people, and you won't be as disappointed. That's you know, that's true. why. That's why I purpose. To, okay, how much can I lose? Mm-hmm. You know, can I lose this? You know, because I, a young man, a young man that I, I, he's a perfect example. He's a, a fellow comic like me, and uh, he's a thespian as well, and very funny young man. So, him and his wife, man, he mostly his wife takes care of the family because he's an admitted, you know, he battles with crack and drugs and things of that nature. So he he's up and down, mm-hmm. and so he asked me to loan him some money, and mm-hmm. so and I I told him I explained to him I like look, I'm going to loan you. I say first of all I got to ask my wife. If she approves it, I say I'm gonna loan you the well, money. Well, if you ask me, can a crack addict borrow money? The he answer is no. He wasn't. I'm just. I'm saying that's his history. That's oh. that's not what his position. <laughs> that wasn't his disposition at the time. I'm just well, saying that's his history. Okay. So. <laughs> That's so, no off the top for me. I, I, okay. We loaned him the money, right? but I explained to him. I, said, Look, I didn't know that, but go ahead. I say, we'll loan you the money. I didn't know he was a crackhead. But if, if you don't pay us back, you know, I'm not going to trip. You know, yeah. you just, y'all saying, you ain't got to dodge me. You ain't got to hide. Yeah. I, just like I explained earlier. So he, he paid the money back. Okay. And then a few month, maybe about a month later, he asked for another loan. Mm. And I, I'm like, okay, he paid it back. So, and then I, I loaned it to him. Dude's in the wind. I'm like, he on Facebook. I see him. I'm like, I had already explained, dude. You ain't gotta hide. Mm. You know. So that that right. That's that's his conscience bothering him. Because mm-hmm. I had already explained to him, like, look, here's the deal. You don't pay it back. I'm not gonna trip. You know. Yes, that's. 
that's your conscience, not mine. Bridge and let's keep moving. Yeah, yes, let's mm-hmm. keep. Yeah, you know, I just know, I just know how we stand financially. From this point on, mm-hmm. we can do everything <laughs> else, but when it comes to financial, we can't do that. Yeah. You yeah. know, but and and so many people. I mean, people are losing their lives for twenty dollars. That's Boy. true. You know, so or less. Yeah, these trees real. So you know, the first time you you lend someone money, it's almost like a gift. Mm-hmm. The second time you lend someone money. It's almost like a favor, and then it becomes more. The third time is almost repetitive, like it's uh, uh, like it's understood. Like it's it's. A pre- I, I don't know the exact word I'm looking for, but they mm. expect it, right? You know, and yeah. so entitlement uh, is what you yeah. 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 And so I I advise you know, especially if you got to keep lending money from a family member. I mean, mm. it's, it's other ways to try to not put yourself in that situation. You know mm. what I'm saying? I mean, it just asking someone for money unless it's for a real good cause and you know you can pay the person back as promised mm-hmm. i mean that's just a boy yeah, if you do it past three it's times right now you know yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah especially in this economy exactly. So. Exactly. you go past three times that's a charity you need to get a deduction a for that well see he's better than i am on that because you don't get three times with me so well, no, the, the person kept paying you back and paying you back and paying you back and paying you back and paying you back. I mean, okay, almost, then I need to a, know what is it that you're doing that's not that you're not able to um, balance your money. You know what I mean? Right, particularly if you got a job. Hey, I'll give you another good example. A same, a comic guy. Like I loaned him, I think it's one hundred and fifty dollars, right? And uh, he didn't pay it back, so. He, a few years later, he asked me for three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I was like, <laughs> "It's amazing how we right, remember things." Right. Too. So, so <laughs> I was like, "I'm like," he asked me if I had it. I'm like, "Yeah, I do have it." Mm-hmm. And then uh, I wasn't going to give him the money until he gave me the reason behind it. Right. And uh, and I could see what he was saying was true. He had two kids and they didn't have anything to eat. Mm. And so I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to give you three hundred. But for your kids, I'm gonna give you 150, so you can go out and get some food for your kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I said, I said, ain't no, don't tell me you're gonna pay it back, cause I know, you know, yeah. I'm doing this for the kids. I'm right. not, cause if it was you, you get nothing. Right. <laughs> but your kids, I can't sit here in good conscience, exactly, yeah. and let your exactly. kids go without. And I know I can do something about mm-hmm. it. Right. So, well, T. Roy says sometimes if you really believe in them, it's best to call it a one-time donation. Also, it may not be as much as they request. It's just all I can do. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it took, oh, you get ready to say something? That oh, no. sounds no, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's almost what you just did. Right. You know? it and is. so, it's yeah, I'll give someone you always. Some. I have five on it. Correct. But, you know. <laughs> and see, this, no, what's crazy is like. Cause yeah, I've, I've, I'm kind of tight. You right. know, yeah. He's a lot more generous than I've, I am. But I've I'm actually good. had this happen to me, and this kind of can it can trigger you. Oh yeah. Okay, so what happens is someone go, "Yo, dog, can I borrow fifty dollars?" Hey, look, I got thirty. Mm-hmm. Now they mad at you because you ain't got the and extra don't pull, twenty. Don't pull out fifty dollars and you only give them thirty of right. that fifty. Right. Right. It's like I see twenty so more dollars the psychology right there. Become that? <laughs> I mean, like, why is it like? Who's to say that just because someone says, "Hey, give me fifty, but I'm only gonna give you 30 it's frowned upon? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's crazy. But I, I get it. I mean, I, I'm 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 I was always not this way. I've been in situations where I need need right. a lot of help, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm thankful for those who helped me. That's the only reason why. 
I feel for other people, right. you know, mm-hmm. and so it's, I don't know if it's just a kindness in my heart, it's just something, and, and, and I've been. And some people just do, do have just a good, he's one of them, right. he has a great heart, but I'm just. But I can't be fooled too many right, times. Right, right. No, <laughs> fool me. What did they say? Fool right. me once, shame on me. I mean, shame, shame on, on you. Fool, fool me twice, shame twice, on me. Shame on me. Right. But and it's not going to be shame on me. So not when it comes to money. We probably have a very similar situation in that uh, growing up, I always wanted to be someone who helped and not be helped. Mm-hmm. You know, it, my pride would not let me be helped. I, I right. mean, I give you, but you can't give me, you know. Mm. And so... God has a way of changing that attitude for you. He had a way of changing it for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I need help because that's me. Right, right. So, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would need, I would not tell anybody I need anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a house, you know, a two two vehicles. You know, I'm doing good, right? I lose my job. You know, I, thankfully my vehicles were paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, my my brother and cousin who was living with me was supposed to have been helping me with the rent. They ghosted me. Now I'm sitting up in here. I get two months behind on my uh, mortgage. And so I contact the people because I had got behind before I contacted them. And then I, I just sent two payments plus an extra payment. Right. This time I was I was a little tight. I got laid off and uh, I was only on uh, what do you call it? Unemployment, which mm-hmm. wasn't going to cover it. And but I had a I had, I was part of a four hundred one k and fortunately for me but unfortunately at the same time because I had you have to have a certain threshold for them to keep your money and if you didn't meet it they sent you your money back yes. so they sent me my money back and so and I was two months behind so I, I called them I said look I can pay you up six months you know but they wouldn't accept the money they said no we we can't take it this time and so now I'm stuck. Like I'm about to lose my Is house. Is it because of the past history, or they couldn't take it? I or? think it's because they had done it once before. Okay. And uh, not enough time had passed, you know, before it happened again. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm strapped, man. I was like, "What am I going to do?" Yeah. You know, I stayed in the house as long as I could. But I, I and I tell this story all the time. That which, uh, when I was 18, I joined the uh, National Guard, so I had to go to basic training. Mm-hmm. And so my dad took me to the airport. He asked me if I knew what the definition of home was. And I say, no, sir, I don't. He say, home is a place that when you leave, if you ever get in trouble, you can come back to. Now, fast forward, I'm about to lose my house, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no, I don't know food. No. So I'm like, I don't, I can't, what else can I do? So I called my dad. Say, hey, daddy, can I come home? He's like, yes, son, you can. But that, that, that took everything. Yeah, I mean, I I did not want to do that, man, because mm. I was like, man, I'm, you know, how did I end up in this position, man, to where I have to, n- now I got to ask for help. But had I been willing to receive help, perhaps I would not have been put in that position to begin with. Right. Mm. And so I, I learned now, I may not get it, but if I need it, I'm going to ask for it. Yeah. You know, and so. Uh, well, you have not because you asked. Right. And as the expression, though, closed mouth don't get fed. That's Boy. right. <laughs> I lived that life for a long time. <laughs> and uh. is, it, is it pride that keeps people from asking? Yes. Help? It's my pride. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be cold red for me to fold and open my mouth and ask for help. Right. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a pride thing or maybe it's like a historical thing. Like, hey, they, they looked at me as this person and now here I am acting not like that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think that's the only thing that prevents me from, because, I mean, it's 
Shoot, it, it would take a lot for me to ask my mom and dad for some help. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> in fact, I don't even think, that, I mean, it's been a long time since right. I've ever, and I know for a fact, if I call her, they'll do it just like that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's just out and of And you pride. know what? They would do it just like that because you have a history of not Asking. Correct. Right. You're making it on your own as much as you can, and Kevin has to really need it if right. he asks. Right. So, and yeah. that's good to have people. I, I wouldn't mind loaning people money like that because, hey, I know he did all he could to not ask. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember as a, a teenager, I was still working at Six Flags. I was probably 17 years old. And my, one of the things my father would do is like a, we had an uh uh, auto repair that needed to be done yeah. he would do it the first time but he would make us stand there and help him do it Right. and so over the years I learned to work on cars I hated it with a passion you know, <laughs> So, but I, I learned to do it I was not going to be stranded because I knew how to fix just about whatever it was and so my uh, engine went out one time and so I didn't know how to do that so I was like I told, went to my dad and said, I need to get another engine. He was like, but I don't have the money. He said, I'll, I'll give it to you. Just pay me back. And so he went out and got everything. He he rebuilt the, he rebuilt the engine. You right. know, I, I I had to break it down. I had to take it loose. I did all every day when I came home from school. I did X amount until I got it uh, totally stripped down. I, man, I was meticulous, man. I had uh, coffee cans. With tape on labeling everything, right? So I'm like, I don't. When I go to put this thing back together, oh yeah, I don't want. It. So we get it back together, and uh, I'm working in. I just chipping in a little bit at a time, and so I get. I finally get him paid back, and uh, I've asked him for a little change here and there going forward. So I remember one when I started doing comedy, I used to ask my dad to take me to the airport. You know, Daddy, I need, you know, I got my ticket. I just need to ride to the airport. So he would take me to the airport. He'd come pick me up. And so one time he took me to the airport, and then before I went to, into the airport, he handed me a credit card. Mm. And I was like, what is this for? He said, well, I'm, I'm getting old and, you know, all of these drives back and forth to the airport, you know, it's kind of wearing me out. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'll put you joint on this credit card <laughs> so you can take care of it yourself, right? And so, man, I was like, I can't tell you how emotional I was, man. So I'm like, you know, because he he won't he has not and will not do that for any of my other brothers. And so and I maxed the credit card out, man. And I I would you know, I do what everybody said. I did what everybody say they'll do. Mm-hmm. You know how people always say, man, you you do this and I'll pay you with my income tax. <laughs> yeah, but they never seem to get that income tax check. Mm-hmm. So I went every time <laughs> every time I maxed the credit card. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So every time I every time I would max that card out, I was getting some pretty good income tax checks. So I would that's the first before I did anything, I paid that credit card off. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had to I tell people ask me how I built my credit card. It was like three hundred and something. It was it was shot. And so uh, it's a major credit card company now that was not major. They was they was an upstart when I got with them. It's, it's Capital One. What's in your wallet, right? Mm-hmm. When they was up, when they were an upstart company, they sent me an application to fill out for a secured credit card. Then I read the thing and I'm like, how does this work? So I had to send them two hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. but they gave me credit for five. They doubled whatever I sent in. So I was using this thing, man, and paying on it and. After a year, they bumped it up to a thousand. Then, uh, uh, about another six months, they bumped it up to fifteen hundred. And so, I was driving my uh, mom's vehicle after she passed, and man, it, the transmission went out on it. I'm like, man, how am I gonna get another? I need, 
combined. Now I got my job back, but I had just started back working. So how am I gonna get this thing paid for? I get a check in the mail, uh, a check from them from Capital One for twenty five thousand dollars. He said for purpose of buying a new vehicle. He said if you don't need a new vehicle, just tear the check up and throw it away. No, I need so I went and got the vehicle. Yeah, but fast forward, you know, I I I uh I had asked my father one day. I I I, I built up my credit. I gave him the credit card back. I zeroed out the balance. I gave him the credit card back and say, cut it up. I don't need it anymore. Thank you. And then I asked him, why did you do that for me? He said, because of all my children, you are responsible. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind doing that for you because I know you wasn't going to take advantage of me. Yeah. And so, man, that just kind of, so that I, it established that I can go to him. And I could always go to my mom, yeah. you know, and without, without, mm-hmm. Question. Matter of fact, my mom, when I uh, had bought a cutlass many years ago, I was buying a cutlass. <laughs> and uh, I, I got down to the last two payments. I couldn't make them. I had got yeah. laid off from my job, got down to the last two payments. And I was embarrassed, man. You know, I, I couldn't. I'm like, man, what am I going to do, man? I'm about to lose my car. Yeah. Then I come home one day and my mother just said, you know, your car is paid for. She mm. said, because she co-signed for it. She said, I got the notice that you were behind on your payments. And she said, I, I know that you were struggling since you got laid off and you kept up all of the payments. I know you're good for it. Don't want you to lose your car. Don't worry about it. It's paid for. Right. And so I was like, wow. So my mom got in a little trouble when I got my job back and she asked me for 5000 So I'm like, she's like, uh, I sure hate that. I said, you ain't got to hate nothing. Mm-hmm. I say that a five thousand is that all you need? Cause yeah. w- t- tell me what you want, cause that's what you're gonna get. Right. You know, so, so. that's like yeah. level like yeah. level number one, I right? Say, you know, versus level three, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so I've I've learned to, if I need my wife helped me out when I got um, the truck. Uh, I have a, a 2002 Chevy Silverado. We weren't even dating. I don't think we were even dating at the time. No, we weren't. And uh. He was just my friend. Yeah, so <laughs> my friend. I don't even know how. I, 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 oh yeah, I had, like I said, I had to learn to ask, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had told her, I'm like, I can't make this payment. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. She said, I'll loan it to you. Mm-hmm. I say, for real? She's like, yeah. She made she made my truck payment, and I think I paid you back like two months, right? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty. I quickly. just know you paid me back. It's, it's pretty yeah. quick. So. But I was otherwise it would have been saved to this day. Mm. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how they got saved, man. Right, right. When the uh, street credit, right. when the street credit goes right. wrong, oh, it's yeah, saved. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. That bureau saved. But uh, it, it, it really touched me that she was willing to do that. Right. Was, yeah. Now, what was crazy about it before? I think how, this is how the conversation came up when AOL first came out. Oh, yeah. They had these chat rooms, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they would be like. Ebony, all of them would, well, they had a bunch of them, but they would be Ebony with an age, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I used to hang out in the uh, Ebony over 30 room. I hadn't, was I 30 at the time? I, I promise, I haven't even thought about that. You're right. exactly right. That, that's well, exactly what it used what to be. What you know about AOL? So, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, dad's, uh, my dad had an AST computer. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> 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 they were basically your. Oh, okay. Welcome. So I'm in this and I met these women from different parts of the, of the country, right? And there's one particular woman from New York. She she liked me, right? So when I, uh, but I can tell, you know, I I dated some women with some tendencies, and so I can pick up Crazy. on them. Yeah, 
I can pick up on them now. Mm-hmm. So the lady from New York, when I, I said I, I can't make my truck payment, she said, how much you need? I said, $500. She said, I'll send it to you. I said, no, you can't send it to me. She was like, you need it. I, I, I will find a way to get the money, but what you're not going to do is send me $500. Right. Because I, cause I could see that. Through the conversations in the room, I could say she has some stalker type tendencies. So I'm like, oh, I'll find, oh, yeah. in that situation, yeah, yeah that's different. So yeah. I'm like, no, you you can't you can't send me the money. And a couple other people offered. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll find it here locally. Don't don't worry about it. I just I say I'm venting, you know, because I'm frustrated. You know, that's what I thought we can do that in the room. Yeah. And I said I'm not asking for anything, but uh, and then that I told my now wife, then friend, and she loaned it to me. But man. It's 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 crazy how that how that stuff works out in the world. And so when I when I look at it now, it, it all goes back to where we started in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's a judgment call for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I uh, one of the things I uh, did for my son because he was really popular in high school. I mean, and so you you asked the question. I I finished this. So you had asked the question: How did they get here? How did they get? How did they develop this mentality to where you feel like? They you they ask and you just got to give it to them. One of the places that can start is in high school, and uh, I use popular people as an example because, you know, the football star, the basketball star, the mm-hmm. track star, everybody catered to him. Mm-hmm. You know, if a, if a football star, he didn't even say loan me some money. You just hey, dude, I I need this, and you just give it to him, right? So they got four years of people doing this. Mm-hmm. So in their head. They become entitled. So when they ask you for it, you're not supposed to, you're just supposed to give it to them. So uh, my son was really, really popular in high school. So in, uh, there's a uh, neighborhood in, in Stop Six, there's a store that's Stalk Up and Berry, if, uh, if you're familiar with Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. And so I took him up to the store and uh, well, I said, Get out the car, son. I want you to see something. Immediately when we got out the car, these guys was asking me for money. And I was like, no, I don't have it. And then one guy asked, and he said, do you got it? I said, yeah, but I'm not going to give it to you. And he, you know, he kind of read me a little. I said, hey, look, you can say what you want to. I'm, yeah. not, giving you, I'm not giving you the money. Mm-hmm. So we go in the store. We pick up some chips and soda and get back in the car. And I said, son, you see what just happened when we got out the car? He was like, yeah. I said, those people were you. They were the popular people in high school. Mm-hmm. They were the people that was doing, everybody was doing stuff for them. Mm-hmm. They didn't learn how to cope and how to manage and do things on their own. So mm-hmm. now they out here begging for quarters. Mm-hmm. I say, you can't be, I say, it's okay to be popular, but you got to get out there and get it. Well, you know? it also starts at home. Right. When you make your kids work around the house, yep. you know, you help at home, then you learn how to work. And then from working, you learn how to either be an entrepreneur or work for somebody. But if someone always gives you, gives you, gives you, gives you, then you you think you're entitled. Right. Because uh, I never I'm, had to ask. I mean, my parents just gave me money or my my people at school just gave me stuff. No. Make them work. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the first one to agree. And, you know, I think it's all about being humble, your humbleness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does start from the at the home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to say no. Do you, did you say no to your kids? I mean, oh, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, are we, are we giving, I mean, and made them. And work. some people have a problem saying no to their kids. Mm-hmm. Like everything is a yes, yes, yes. No. I mean, run over here, dude. I mean, that you're doing them a disservice, right? Correct. When you when you give them everything, so correct. Yeah, and, uh, and I know that's very sensitive to. 
I want to say to mothers, because shout out to all the mothers, right. I mean, because it's a totally but you're handicapping love. Yeah. Exactly. And so, to me, I mean, I, I and, and I see it, I'm not going to say anybody's names, but mm-hmm. when a child is always blessed for the goods, and when someone tells you, when once they figure out someone's going to tell them no, mm-hmm. they're not going to know how to respond. No. And, and then in society, <laughs> if it's too late, I mean, that's me talking reality checks. And I mentioned it before. The reality checks is everything. You Mm -hmm. don't want this reality checks that is too hard to recover. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot. Just because someone said no. There's people in prison right now. All because someone said no. Right. And uh, you asked, did we give our children anything? And, of course, I can tell you my wife didn't. We could love to give. Yeah. But the no. Did did you have a problem telling your kids no? No, because I remember the Jordan's. This when Jordans first came out, right? They was like everybody had to have Jordans. Mm-hmm. My kids came up and asked me <laughs> for some Jordans, Jordans. <laughs> and I and I I looked at them in their face. I say, "You don't make Jordan grades, right? Oh. You know, oh, yeah, they getting gosh. they getting C's and D's, and they proud of C's and D's. Mm-hmm. And they was like, man, it's hard in school.' I say, well, if you want some Jordans, you you got Bring to have all A's up. and B's, mm-hmm. and and you got you can't your your citizenship got to be excellent." Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh no, you being unfair. But guess what? They got A's and B's, right. and their citizenship was excellent. Right. Right. And then you got the Jordans. Then you got the Jordans, right? Mm-hmm. And since so something else that I, me and my wife did many years ago, man, because kids have a tendency at this time of the year to start making a huge list mm-hmm. of things that they want for Christmas, right? <laughs> because they just like y'all got it. Okay, okay, cool. So uh, people will count your money. My sons, both of my sons, and I don't know if her daughters did, but both of my sons came up with these huge lists. I did it before I, I, I turned her on to it. Yeah. So they got these huge lists. So I gave each of them three hundred dollars. They get everything on that list that this will buy. Mm-hmm. I say then that's it. Yeah. And so the follow when we started dating, the same thing came up. Now, this time my kids wanted some stuff. Oh, yeah. So so I say I told her, I say, this is what I do. I give them X amount of money, and they can get whatever on their list they want to. And so we started doing that. Mm-hmm. The list changed. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. not only did the list change. It's something about giving a child at Christmas time money mm-hmm. and, uh, as opposed to buying certain things because, one, their face lights up. Yeah. You know, they can now you give them the money, say now you make the choice. Mm-hmm. Now they they get a chance to be responsible. Yeah. You know, so make decisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to make decisions. Now, mm-hmm. not only do you have to make decisions, you have to whatever your decisions are. You got that's it. Right. Ain't no ain't no bailout. You can't you know, bail. Yeah. Play nobody but yourself. Right. You know, I can't. You know, <laughs> no I, bailout. Yeah. Right. Ain't no. Ain't no. <laughs> I want to read some comments. Okay, go ahead. Teresa oh, said sorry. it's not a sign of weakness or or giving up. Um, I don't understand the rest of the what she said. Something about sip to word stability. I'm not sure. And then she said, I would make my girls give things back if someone gave them something I could not replace. And then T Roy said it helps if they will disclose the details of borrowing and we want to be there emotionally, but it's right to be skeptical when someone just asks for money. And then uh, T-Roy also said, if trying to care for them turns out to include money, that's okay. But if they don't disclose what they're up to, that's hard to handle. 
this is one thing, and uh, because I, w- I was a guy that was in the child support system, mm-hmm. a judge said something that uh, resonated with me that uh, I, I kind of live by. And uh, the thing was, the uh, I was paying child. I was I was faithful to paying child support, but you know, my girl at the time she kept wanting to take it. She they told her when I when I first got put on child support, you're eligible to uh, revisit this. Every eighteen they get, months, they get, the, they get her the letter. R- yeah, we're we're we we'll stand by. Right, right, right. <laughs> you 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 can you can uh, revisit this every eighteen months. Oh yeah. So she got the she apparently she her version said you know six months less than what they told her. Right. Because every year I'm back in there, man. And so I'm 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 tripping right because uh I'm like man I guess I can't I can't get a break because. She going, she's violating the rules. So one, and so I go in there and I'm in front of the judge in this one particular time. And I was telling her the the judge, you know, look, man, uh, she doing this, she doing that. My, every time I come pick up my kids on the weekend, they begging me because for clothes and this food because they're not getting clothes, they're not getting food. Yeah. I said, uh, so, you know, I don't think I should be paying like I'm paying because she not the money not going toward the kids. And the judge says, let me help you out with this. She said, your job is to pay it. You, once you pay her, you don't have no control over what she does with it. Mm-hmm. You've met your obligation, and so you don't have to worry about that. And so I translate that, and going forward, and, and when I deal with money with different people, and so if you ask for some money, or I, I just say, hey, man, I'm feeling charitable. I'm going to give you some, some money, whatever the case may be. And they go out and do something with it that you don't approve of. Mm-hmm. Once that money left my hand, it's their money. Right. You know, once it left. Now, if I gave you that with stipulations, then that's a different issue. Mm-hmm. But once it leaves my hand, it's your money. What you do with it is your business. But if I see what you do with it and then you come back, I still have that. Okay, you didn't do you didn't use it for what you said. I'm not going to trip, but you're not getting nothing else because I'm not lo- yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> No, you're going to keep on paying child support, yeah. you, but you're not giving anything extra. No, no, yeah. this wasn't this wasn't I I use yeah, the child no, support used, as an oh, example. Okay, okay. Right. Right. Okay. right. So, I'm going to say no, you can't give no, no, child support. No, so but so once and I, I I have that mindset. Once it leaves my hand, it's yours. Yeah. You know, now. Well, that you, reminds me of church. Right. You know how some people say, I'm not giving money to the church because look at that pastor. He's driving a, a, a Cadillac <laughs> right, or a right. Jaguar or whatever. Pass it over there. Pass but it you over know there. what? You don't worry about if, if you gave that money from your heart mm-hmm. and you gave it to the Lord, not to the church. Right. But you gave it from your hands to the Lord. Yes, to the church, but. Don't worry about what they do with it because if they do something, you reap what you sow. If right. you're doing something wrong, it's going to come out. Yeah, so I, I don't even worry about that, but a lot a num- of people do. Yeah, it's a number of decisions that you have to make in a situation like that. And uh, one is, uh, I'm, I would, I'm with my wife on this, is that your relationship is with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if, you, if you're giving the money, it's, it's going through the vehicle of the church. But you're giving unto God. So if that person is not doing, he's not a good steward of the money, I'm not tripping. I'm going, God a deal right. with that person. Yeah. Right. Now, mm-hmm. 
the the decision so I have. I feel I did my part. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, 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 exactly. Bless, you blessed the church. You mm-hmm. did your obligation. Right. And psychologically, you say, hey, you know, I'm a man of God. And, right. you know, I did exactly what you told me to do. You yeah. Know, right. So. And then when we go in church, we don't want it to be too hot. We don't want it to be too cold. It takes money mm-hmm. to operate, you know, churches. Uh, we want to be comfortable. We want to sit in a nice comfortable pew you know you don't want to be in a raggedy space you want the lights on so people don't think about all that right you, you started making me think of when i was young because it seemed like the churches were extended hours when i was young oh, and, man. and it was always hot yeah, yeah. it was hot and yeah. my mom my auntie my cousin everybody got that fan got that big fan with the <laughs> exactly. that big fan with the picture of the pastor's wife exactly. on it <laughs> Uh, the funeral home. <laughs> That's First Lady Johnson on the yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. But some of the churches yeah. already had the little phone thing. You right. Know, I mean, I'm talking the 80s, you know. Right. Thing down there, you know, exactly. And just, <laughs> but here, this, when I, uh, the other point I was getting ready to make when, when it uh, comes to giving it in the church, and you know they're doing, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Now, now you have a decision. Mm-hmm. If you That's know true. someone is not doing what they're supposed, now you That's your decision is: you. Do you stay under this ministry? Right, exactly. no, it's not the church for you. Right. You shouldn't even yeah. think about that. If you mm-hmm. feel like it's the money is not going where it's supposed to go, then you already made a bad decision. You just right. need to look for another church. Yeah, the mm-hmm. door's falling off of the church, but you got a Ferrari. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. See, right. Said, it's just a cop out. For every bad church, there's a hundred good churches. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And see, but 100%. the thing is, it is it's not. It's church, people, money. Uh, we can use America as a society. Mm-hmm. By and large, America's a great country. But all you need is a couple of people in each, whatever sector mm-hmm. that's bad. Yeah. And the whole group is cast as that. No. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, like he just said. You know, two bad churches make a hundred look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's not focusing on the hundred and all the wonderful work they're doing for mm-hmm. the community and for the daughter doing God's work. They see them two churches that are scandalous. Yeah, and right. there are some out there. Right, mm-hmm. but that's not everybody. Right, that's not so. Don't make don't don't uh, cast a, a, a wide blanket over everybody because mm-hmm. of what a couple of people are right, doing. For sure. And yeah, because so, there are places that have great reputations. Let's take. Chick-fil-A, for example. Oh, every, Chick-fil-A. Every Chick-fil-A you go to, you're going to get good customer service because it's demanded. If you're going to have a franchise, you have to do one, two, three, and four, or you cannot be a part of this franchise. Absolutely. So I think that's how people should run their business. Just like if I know if you had two beauty supplies, that one would run the same as the other. Absolutely. With good customer service, good ambiance, and the whole nine yards. Absolutely. Because that's who you are. And so uh, when people complain about stuff like that, that's, that's just who they are. And T-Roy also says, meanwhile, people will donate uh, at the checkout stand not knowing hardly who they're sending their money to. Love you too, Teresa. Yeah, yeah that's true, man. That, you, you, oh, because I refuse, and I hate <laughs> to say this, I refuse to give to the Cancer Society, the Kidney Foundation, the any of them, because this has been going on for 60, 70 years. They raise these massive amounts of money. And Multiply millions. No, no hate, cures. I hate the... <laughs> no cures. What are we doing with the I, money? I hate to use the H word, but is it a hustle? Which, 
to that's some, a good question. You, it, it, I mean, like it, 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 it's a tongue twister. Like right. it's like a no in your mind. You're supposed to say no. It's not a hustle, mm-hmm. but it exists for a reason, and it's supposed to be non-profitable. Right. You know, and, and, and I millions get it. Of dollars every year. Every year, kid, and you multiply it by how many people do it. Every, I mean, they still ringing the bells. They right. still doing. I mean, they still. Yeah. I mean, sh- and shout out to the people who are really out there. You know, making and, a difference in this world. Because yeah. man, I mean, there's are some people that really, really do depend on some of the people that's actually doing a really good job yeah. out there doing mm-hmm. a fundraiser and taking care of people's lives. Yeah, but the hustle right. isn't a hustle. It, and I, 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 I will go. I'm gonna have to say some hustle in there. Yeah, because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because. Uh, you got to look at it's a nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like my wife said, you everybody know they may multiply millions over the years. It's been billions now, right? Mm-hmm. So and uh, T. Roy said, and and the CEO and discloses that they make millions, right? Yeah. So exactly. now you got to go exactly who is the CEO <laughs> of uh, who's that guy, right? Yeah. For this charitable organization, <laughs> how much money is he making? So my thing is. I don't see a commercial. I don't, right. I, I don't see that person at all. I don't even know who he is. Mm-mm. I think whatever you raise, and it's just me, and I it, it, I say 20% of whatever your total is goes to staffing. Profit. 80% got to go to whatever it is you say you're raising the money for. Mm-hmm. You know, So your overhead, 20%. You're saying that's how it should be. I'm In my head, in my, yeah. in, in my you know, some may, other people may have other numbers, but I'm, I'm giving you 20%. I think that's a, 20% of a whole lot is... And so, the eighty percent, if you got to show that you give eighty percent is going toward whatever your cause is, mm-hmm. it, to me, yeah. you know. So there, are, there are and I, I need to see, uh, like, like our church does every year. They're open. Yeah, they that they show you. Yeah, yeah the annual yeah. report. Uh-huh. They, they Everywhere the money is going. Right. I need to see that in these organizations. I haven't seen I'm, one. I'm I don't want to see a commercial. I'm not giving. Right. I'm sorry. Right. No, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple Some of the commercials like the dog commercials. Oh man, like that. Oh, and, oh, I ain't even afraid that up, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know the dog commercial <laughs> or the the African kid with the fly on his right. head. Yeah. I mean, man, you know they, anything they, that's supposed to tug at your heart. They in Chicago, right, man. Right. They in Africa. That's what I'm saying. We need help right here in local neighborhoods. Right. Why don't we help them like like we help the American Cancer Society Mm -hmm. or whoever? You know, it's needed right at home. I believe in helping home first. Right. Right. So we yeah. send them money and donate, and then they giving it to other people. And I hate to say that, but you know they shipping it out to other countries. Right. And stuff like that. That. I'm, I'm not right. And my yeah. uncle, that's a whole other subject. But right. my uncle in the hood, right? He, he's struggling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. And, yeah. You know. And you giving him a turkey at you know at at Thanksgiving or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, Tony said, "I would not cast that wide of a blanket over every charity, but do your research. Look at exactly. the record and results. I totally agree." So, so we know today because I had just said you don't want to cast a wide blanket, yeah. but I mean, when but if you have a conviction about something, you feel like okay, well, if you don't want to give to a particular cancer society, well, then okay, do the research, you know, because there there are certain. I'm going to use Susan G. Coleman mm-hmm. as an example. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and there, if you, if you have a conviction about your spirituality, your walk with Christ, well, there are certain things that Susan G. Coleman do that don't fall in line with Correct. that walk. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, by and large, they may be doing good work, but that one, that, the thing that's out of, out of, you know, so then you got to go, you got to wait, are they doing, you know, you, maybe that's an 80-20 thing. You know, mm-hmm. are they doing 80% good? Are they doing 
60-40, you know, mm-hmm. and the things that, and so, like Tony said, you got to do some research because, you know, there are organizations that I'll donate to just uh, sight unseen. One of them is the uh, Shriners. Shriners. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you what, what would be your number one go-to. Yeah, the Shriners. And Shriners. then uh, who the – My go-to is the North Texas Food Bank. Right, Because yes. I yes. know where their money is going, mm-hmm. and, and it's helping – the community, Here in Texas. the community, yep. yeah. Is the fire department when they this is like once or twice a year mm-hmm. when they come out with the boots? The boot, uh-huh. yeah. I donate to that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a qualm to donate to those two right mm-hmm. there yeah. because I know the the work. That's the, a good one. I, yeah. I've done that before yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I, uh, I truly believe in the the people who work for the city, you right? Know, the fire department, police department, all that stuff. Because that stuff is mm-hmm. not easy. So, man. yep. On the on the. Uh, like I say, it's only like once or twice. You you don't see them out there all the time. You know. It's, it's yeah. rare. So whenever I see them out, what I like to do is I go get a uh, I go get twenty dollars in ones because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to see them in different locations. Oh yeah, and oh, I yeah. and I don't want to go to one. You know. Drop a twenty and go it's to a the different fire department in every right. city, and, and then go somewhere. You know, because I I like this charity. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want to go. Oh man, I gave twenty dollars, man, on Camp Wisdom, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So I know they're going <laughs> to I told you the last week It's the right. same people So so when I see them out I get I You know when I run out I run out And right. I just say that I, I right. gave in a, in a, I a number enough. I yeah. enough I've done enough But yeah you gotta You gotta pick and choose Because there I mean there was, There's one organization I gave to That I don't give to anymore And it was like the the police state trooper kind of thing, you know. They called you? They called me, yeah. Yeah, don't call me. Yeah. Don't call me. Boy. It's, I did it once. I did yeah. it. And then There's I. There's so I, many swindlers. Like, <laughs> this yeah, is so, Officer so Dan from so and so. Right, right. And, then, and it's, it's a real person. He's right. consistent, too. Of course. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I did, but I don't do it anymore. And so, and like, I like. Uh, we do no, feed the children. We do feed yeah, the children. Do. That that's auto that's auto yeah. drafted out of our account because mm-hmm. we believe in that organization. But yeah. it's because here's one that we we used to donate to and we don't anymore. What's this? Uh, was it unit? What's the uh, what's the one that uh, sweetie that Ruth Red's uh, brother? Oh, uh, was it Red Cross? No, no it wasn't Red Cross. No, it wasn't Red Cross. UNICEF was it UNICEF? Mm-hmm. I forgot, but this. Hopefully, I can remember. But yeah, this is a huge organization. Mm-hmm. We we donated to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, they're well, supposed to help people. Yeah, they're supposed to help all people in all different types of needs. You can apply to them, like much unlike the Red Cross or whatever, and they help mm-hmm. you with paying your mortgage, yeah. get your food if you need uh, help at home, and if you're paying crisis, your rent. Like you know, if you're in a crisis, crisis, they help you, right? Mm-hmm. The whole company. We, it's a it's a group of us. We're paying. Cause we believe in this organization. Then one of our coworkers had a need, and he went to them. It was a health crisis in his yeah. family. They said no. They said no. Ooh. We all shut it at that because they we, they were auto drafting this out of our check. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went up to no. Y'all stop taking this out of our check yeah. because we know that we know for sure that you did not help someone that really that we know personally that was mm-hmm. in need. Right, and then uh, you. This is, and I was thinking this. Uh, T. Roy said probably United Way. That was it. it was and, United, it was you know United what? She, yeah. uh, T. Roy also said, and churches work in the local communities. Big charities help people like a lottery, and I agree. Uh, that's why I said give to. I don't mind giving to church because I know what our church is doing with the money. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, we feeding people. We're helping the elderly. You. Know, 
we just do a whole lot. You know. And so when I know <clears throat> where the money is going, I feel better about giving. Oh yeah. So. Right. Going back to our church, you know, which is Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, Pastor Tony Evans, you know. They 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 oh, do. You know that church? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good church. So man. he 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 speaks he's very teacher. clearly, right? Mm-hmm. And so. he put things in in reality, like in in layman's terms, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what so. many years ago <clears throat> when I was seeking. That's why I went to that church because I, I was I'm at home one day just flipping through the radio channels and I yeah. hear this voice, right? Oh no, oh, just another just another preacher. But I sat there and listened to him, and. I could understand what he was saying. He was laying down biblical principles and principles, principles and foundations, and I un- understood it. Mm-hmm. I never. I've been in a whole bunch of churches, and all I hear was, so. So finally, when I got that's how we grew up, though. Yeah, I mean, that's true. how it was. But go yeah. ahead. So when I finally found someone I can actually understand, uh-huh. my my goal was not to join the church. My goal was to go. I said, I got to go hear this man preach. Mm -hmm. So I go to the church two weeks in a row. He was not there. Mm -hmm. He had an associate pastor named Larry Mercer. Man, this guy was outstanding. So I'm like, anybody who has an associate pastor that's this deep and was just as articulate as he was, I said, I'm going to come back. I came back that third week. Now he's back. And then I was like, so I, I started just visiting. I'm like, I can understand this. I'm just going to visit, right? Then one day I was convicted. And I said, yeah, this is home for me. And so one Christmas time, they, they, they do the little help the, uh, the community. Drive. Oh, yeah. So non, most of the time it's done anonymously. Mm-hmm. But one year, they uh, I guess some people had been asking them, can we see, meet the people that's helping us? And so. And he, we helped a family of five or six. Yeah. Yeah. And so. The the pastor gave us the option. They say you don't have to meet with them, but if they want to meet with you, are you willing to meet with them? And so we're like, sure. Man, we met this woman. Man, we we got a lot of this particular time. We were we was very giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had picked it. It's, it had like five kids, and so all of them said what they wanted, and we got them everything they asked for. Mm-hmm. And we I think we gave her cash. Mm-hmm. We were like, look, we know you're struggling. And she said, I just, she was just crying. She said, I just wanted to meet and say thank you. I, I want to wow. just personally say thank you. Y'all don't understand mm. what this is. I was like, I, I kind of think we do. And yeah. I say, we, and, uh, you know, we just wanted to bless somebody, man. She was just crying and boohooing and stuff, man. And this is before we gave her the money because we just, she was just telling us her story. And so I think we gave her like $200. And we like we want to bless. We got your kids; they're happy, but we want to bless you personally because mm-hmm. you know you you looking for your kids, but you ain't thinking about yourself at all. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And so we was like, we want to do this. And so, man, it just it was a, such a good feeling. It, it only happened one time where that op- that option was given to us. Yeah. All the other times, we just I would volunteer giving the stuff out. You know, they didn't know who it came for. We just right. had it. But man, it was man, it's. I, I can't tell you how wonderful a feeling it is to see those people light up because uh, they didn't they didn't know what, what they were going to do for Christmas. And uh, what's the thing that uh, Yolanda used to do every year for Thanksgiving? Um, Arlington, Mission Arlington. Mission Arlington, man, mm-hmm. huge. They was, people would sign up to get Thanksgiving meals. And so we would volunteer. Man, it was, man, that was a blessing right mm-hmm. there, man, because... 
you know. She still do it. She well, she has some health issues where she's oh, okay. so. But anybody can go to Mission Arlington and sign up to. What they do is, uh, especially if you have a truck, that's great. They can put several box meals in your truck, and then they tell you which apartment complex to go to, and what door to go to, and give them, you know, give them what yeah. they need for yeah. Thanksgiving. They would, they would sight unseen. They'll ask you how many boxes you think you can get in your vehicle, mm-hmm. and so they would kind of top out at ten. And so we was like, we can do more than ten. Mm-hmm. I got my truck. You know, I said you can just whatever you can put Pull on there. Up. Just just put it on there. And we'll take. It. <laughs> and so they were they were so excited, man. They said, "Are you willing to take?" Yes, put put it on there till the truck is full. Yeah. We'll take it where we need. And then we go to this uh, centrally located place in the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Then we get a list. Yeah. And no. we go for, for apartments to go to. They give you a list of about four four at a time. And then you just knock on the door. Well, a and lot of we split the list one year right. with, with other people that were there, and you know each person took like four families. Right. And, and but it's it man, it's just so many people need help. Man, yeah. and, and to you, man, to see those people's faces. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that, that. That's what touches me. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't forget whatever go, I go through. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, when something goes wrong, I always think someone out there has it worse than right. I do, yes. or someone does. Yes, and yes, so yes. my issues may not be nothing. Right. You know, if you have issues, sometimes depending on where you are in life, you also got to think of having issues could be a blessing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's so a blessing to have issues. The one yeah. thing because you can. With your issue, you can talk with someone else, right? And and bless them, you know, because you're learning something from it. Oh yeah, and then teach them what you learn. It, it's just an ongoing cycle. It's life. I hope yeah. I can change someone's life for my issue. Right, like, I got issues. Right, <laughs> right. And see, that's the thing because man, I, I think you, at at the top of the show we mentioned we don't want to struggle. Right, you know, but but God I'm thankful says, for yes. I'm thankful for those struggles mm-hmm. because there's somebody that's going through something that I've been through mm-hmm. that I can Correct. minister to that person Correct. for. Correct. Because I'm like, you know how to, I don't go out and try to tell uh, gang bangers how, how to get out of their life. I don't know how to get out. I've never been in that life. Mm-hmm. So I can't go in and, and say, look, you need to do this, you need to do that. And they're going to like, well, you don't know. You don't know how I'm living. Right. You don't know what I'm going. Right. I, I really don't. And so I can't, I can't address that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the things that I have been through, I can address. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. But and, it's, and it's so I hate, well, I, gonna, I, I did not like going through the pain. Of course But it makes, us, it makes us who we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and people say, why right. me? Well, why, why not, not you? you? Why? And the question you should stop. It's all by design. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's all by design because if you don't go through it, right. you can't speak your mind and change that one person in this world that right. actually really listened and it, and it affected the world. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you never know. I mean, I, I don't know if I might have said something, heck, somebody said something to the current president of the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, whoever that person is, he right. was yeah. he was motivated enough to be, try to be, be elected president. The, right, I, no I, test, I, no testimony. The, right, the, <laughs> and this is a and I just thought of this, man. And because uh, after this, uh, yeah, we I get, apologize. Right. Right. Yeah. No, 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 and uh, and the, the what just occurred to me is instead of asking why me, mm-hmm. when you're going through a trial, ask who am I supposed to help with this? Yes, you never good. think about that. You know, is when you're that going self-taught. Yeah, or does someone have to teach you that? 
I just thought about it. So okay. how did you come up with that? It, I, I'm gonna say it's God sent. Okay. Because literally, we talking, and it just it just dropped in my spirit. Fresh off the dome. It just yeah. And so I was like, man, say it again. Say it again. Instead of asking why me, ask who. What is this that you're giving me? Who am I supposed to help with this? Wow. Because I, if you gave it to me, it's for a purpose. You didn't give it to me to punish me. Yeah. Somebody out here gonna need when I come on the other side of this, whatever this is. Somebody gonna need this now. When I come on the other side, I need you to direct me to that person. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different way of <laughs> change their lives, like right. Dramatically, mm-hmm. you just never know what people are going through these you days. Know, everybody's re- stressed out, oh. right. stressed out, and they're lonely, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, so that's a whole other media. All your that's friends, sixty-one percent of Americans are lonely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's man. Gee, that's, that's crazy. That's the wrong time to bring up. That's a whole other subject. You're gonna have to come back. I apologize. You have, you have to come back and we're going to have to finish this right here, man. Y'all know. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly at this time of the Y'all know what I say. Each one, reach one, we'll double the size of the audience in just one week, man. It's a special time of the year. I'm getting ready to sign out, and then I'm going to let the other two do their shout-outs. Y'all know. Happy Thanksgiving. I say that in yeah, Spanish. Feliz Dia de Gracias. So for, yeah, so for those who speak Spanish, Feliz Dia de Gracias. Happy Thanksgiving. Kevin, do your thing. Man, first off, I want to say shout out to my family, my wife, kids, everyone who's listening today. Um, I thank thank God for this day, and I'm so thankful to be in attendance today. But for those people who are out there that are confused about what they need to do in life, God is already telling you what you need to do. You just need to just pursue your dreams, do what you have to do, and the people that doubt you, They'll be your number one fans. I'm telling you. So. Right. Shout out to everyone. I'm thankful for everyone and happy Thanksgiving. All right. Okay. Sweetie, your okay. turn. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us. You'll yes. have to come back one day. And uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the D.D. Ingram Show. Heard every Tuesday here on Fishbowl Radio Network and Facebook Live. We wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. And what, do what makes your heart happy and go and help someone else. All right, all right. We're going out with Zamil Loves Holiday, as my wife said. Uh, Kevin, when your schedule permits, you got to open the invitation. Yes. Come on back, it's man. We really enjoyed this, man. God bless yeah. and keep you this holiday season. We'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, ho! Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs>